you are doing yourself a disservice if you don't think about both the, the clinical impact of your solution as well as the economic impact of your solution. Now, if you focus on a really big problem that is well quantified and you can you can deliver better clinical outcomes at a lower cost, you should, uh, over a fairly reasonable period of time, build a great business. But don't, don't focus too much on either one of those two elements. If you can avoid it, focus on both and tackle a really big problem that's well quantifiable. Welcome to MedSider Radio, where you can learn from proven medtech and healthcare thought leaders through uncut and unedited interviews. Now, here's your host, Scott Nelson. Hey everyone, it's Scott. In this episode of MedSider, I sat down with Jim Persley, who has spent the last decade tackling some of the biggest problems in healthcare. He was part of the founding executive team as chief commercial officer of Livongo Health, and took the company public, culminating in an $18.5 billion acquisition by Teladoc Health. Since March of 2021, Jim has been Hinge Health's president, and the company is ranked number two on Crunchbase's Diversity Spotlight Report. Here are a few of the key learnings that we discussed in this conversation. First, go big when picking a market. It's much easier to convince providers to spend money on a more cost-effective solution to a problem they're already paying for than to convince them of a different problem they don't believe exists. Second, Put evidence of cost savings above impressive ROI numbers. You have to be honest with yourself about the degree of economic savings your product creates. If you focus too much on immaterial numbers, you may end up making poorly calibrated decisions. Third, focus on both cost savings and clinical efficacy. Both are critical to building a profitable technology that improves people's lives. Focusing on either one to the exclusion of the other means building a business on a poor foundation. Okay, so before we jump into the discussion, I wanted to let you know that we just released the first volume of MedSider Mentors, a print-based book that summarizes the key learnings from my favorite MedSider interviews over the past six months. Look, I fully realize it's tough to listen or read every MedSider interview that comes out, even the best ones, but there are so many valuable lessons you can glean from the founders and CEOs that join our program. So that's why we decided to create MedSider Mentors. It's a way for you to learn from the best thought leaders in our space in one central place. Here's a teaser of what you'll see in this first volume. Gar Hong Kong, founder of HealthQuest Capital, teaches you how to successfully pitch your startup. Patricia Ziliak, CEO of Ivinsense, discusses what you really need to know about clinical trials. Jared Bauer, CEO of Ionic Sciences, shares best practices for avoiding obstacles in your startup journey. That only scratches the surface, so if you're interested in learning more, head over to medsiderradio.com forward slash mentors. If you're a premium MedSider member, you'll get free digital access and a print version sent straight to your door. If you're not a premium member yet, you should definitely consider signing up. In addition to every volume of MedSider Mentors, you'll get full access to the entire library of interviews dating back to 2010. This includes conversations with experts like Erica Rogers, CEO of Silk Road Medical, Dr. David Albert, founder of LiveCore, and so many others. Learn more by visiting medsiderradio.com forward slash mentors. Again, that's medsiderradio.com forward slash mentors. All right, without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Medsider Radio. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Scott. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, looking forward to the conversation. I think it'll be a, a fun one, uh, especially considering um, kind of the cool the cool things that uh, that you're working on. You and the team are working on at Hinge Health. So, with that said, um, let's start off with just some some preliminary kind of background information prior to you know joining um, and kind of leading leading the team at the team at, at Hinge Health. Can you provide like a high level overview of your uh, professional background? Sure, sure. Um, I've been in health tech most of my career. Uh, first and foremost, GE Healthcare. 
And then uh, with a, a couple of smaller companies, um, most notably and most recently, uh, Livongo, which is a company that uh, I helped to start back in 2014 with a handful of very talented and capable individuals. And uh, we grew that company, took it public back in 2019, uh, and then ultimately sold the company to Teladoc uh, in 2020. But really, again, been at the intersection of healthcare and technology most of my career uh, with a specific passion for trying to solve big problems that um, can have the potential to transform people's lives for the better, whether it's chronic conditions like diabetes uh, or today with hinge health and muscular skeletal pain, being able to work on really big problems uh, at global scale uh, and be able to bring uh, design technology and healthcare together in novel ways uh, has really been you know, the passion of my career. Cool. Uh, that's great. Um, and uh, for those listening that don't get a chance to to get to the uh, the, the write up, definitely encourage everyone to check out uh, Hinge Health. Uh, and the website is um, is it hingehealth.com, Jim? Is that is that right? Yes, sir. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, super interesting technology, which we'll certainly learn more about uh, as the conversation unfolds. But I remember checking out um, Hinge. Gosh, it was at least a year ago, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is super. This is super interesting, right?" Um, and uh, and since then, it probably was. It might, it might even be before you before you joined, and I was like, "I wonder." This seems like really like really compelling tech. So, can you can you help us give the audience um, kind of a high level overview for what what it is, right? And and maybe kind of frame that up around like how the idea even came to be. Sure, sure. So, at Hinge, we're focused on on muscular skeletal pain, uh, whether it be an acute injury pre post-surgical rehab or chronic pain, uh, the idea you know, is to, well, let me take a step back. So roughly one in two Americans are suffering from some type of musculoskeletal issue. So it's an enormous problem. Uh, a lot of folks think about cancer, diabetes as some of the biggest cost drivers, and they are very significant cost drivers, but musculoskeletal uh, issues actually dwarf both of those. Um, it's costing the US healthcare system uh, around uh, $600 billion a year. Uh, it's a, one of the top cost drivers uh, for healthcare in general, whether it's Medicare or large self-funded employers. Uh, so it's a huge, it's a huge issue. And kind of pre-hinge, you know, there was a, a number of friction points or barriers that were preventing folks from getting the support they needed. And what ultimately that led them to was to pursue more costly, potentially more damaging alternatives like surgery or opioids. And so our co-founders, uh, Dan Perez and Gabriel Mecklenburg, uh, looked at this problem and said, there has got to be a better way. How do we elegantly apply technology in a thoughtful way, coupled with caregivers, physical therapists, health coaches, in a way that delivers a significantly better user experience that our members will love? They'll be drawn to it. If they're drawn to it, they'll engage with it. And if they engage with it, can we produce better clinical outcomes? And ultimately, can we bend the cost curve in a in a big way? And so that was the the thesis behind Hinge Health going back to 2015 when it was founded. And you know, you fast forward to today, and that is uh, proven to be the case. Uh, over thousand over a thousand clients, uh, several hundred thousand uh, active members today are relying on Hinge uh, to do um, physical therapy, and uh, and it's been it's been a fantastic journey. And and. What's really exciting is we've we've come really really far since then, but in many ways we're just getting started, and that's what gets me excited. You know, when I wake up every morning thinking about how much work left we have to do, how many people are suffering still in silence, uh, both here in the U.S. and around the globe, and so that gives you a little bit of insight into into how we think about Hinge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And th those numbers that you uh, that you that you reference, right? That the six hundred you know billion dollars that are spent on 
on this sort of, you know, category. It's interesting because when, when most people think about, you know, massive chronic conditions, you know, whether it's chronic or acute, but massive healthcare conditions to solve for, you mentioned them earlier, right? It's typically like, you know, cardiovascular disease, you know, cancer, diabetes, et cetera. And they don't realize like how big of an issue, you know, this, 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 you know, this, this is right. And just personally, I can think of even, even like my mom as an example, right? She's retired, you know, fairly recently retired, but like not that old. And to get to a physical therapist is just like, you know, for some, she's, she's, a she's spent most of her time as a nurse. Right. And so she has some, some lower back issues. And so to get to a physical therapist is just kind of, you know, can be inconvenient. Right. And, you know, sort of like a, a painful experience and, what your what you, what your team is doing at, at Hinge is you know hopefully a a much easier way right uh, to to allow for better better compliance across the board. Yeah, no, that's that's right. There's there's a, a number of barriers. Just quickly, I mean, one is the financial barrier, whether yeah. it's a copay or if you're in a high deductible health plan, you know, out of pocket expenses, and so there's a, a financial barrier uh, that that um, sometimes inhibits folks from pursuing PT. There's availability depending on what the nature of your injury is. Uh, so take, for example, our women's pelvic health program, pelvic health physical therapists are in very short supply. And even if you have the financial means and you have the desire and the wherewithal, uh, you just can't get an appointment with a pelvic health PT. They've got long wait times um, and there's access issues. Uh, so convenience, you know, it, it, let's say, you know, you, you're um, driving a truck for, uh, you know, for uh, UPS or DHL and, and, you know, you're working a full shift all day. And, and then the evening, you've got to worry about childcare and you've got to make an appointment and figure out, you know, how you're going to fit PT into an already hectic and busy lifestyle. And that just discourages people from pursuing it. And as a result, the pain doesn't get better. It oftentimes uh, gets worse. And, and ultimately, it leads people to get an unnecessary surgery in many cases or to, to try some type of alternative like opioids. Uh, which, as we know, uh, our nation is wrestling with uh, a tremendous opioid epidemic, and that's only getting worse. And so, um, so you know, so you just look at that. You look at all that friction. You look at the cost, and you just say to yourself, "There's got to be a better way. We can do something about this. Better is possible." And that's kind of the ethos behind uh, both the founding of Hinge and what we're you know working on every day. Yeah, that's that's super helpful. And before we go any further, um, I mentioned the website, right? Hingehealth.com, H-I-N-G-E uh, health.com. If you if you get a chance, definitely check it out. So it's a it's a great site. But for those that don't get a chance to go there now and want like a high-level overview of the actual product itself, right? Let's yes. step inside the shoes of someone that is thinking it, you know, that is maybe going to PT or has a has has yep. a has kind of some challenge, you know, experiences some of those challenges that you 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 referenced, you know, going to going to PT. Can you give us a high-level overview of kind of what what that experience is like for some for a, a hinge health you know customer? Sure, sure. So um, let's say I'm I'm struggling with uh, with lower back pain, and uh, I work for uh, a company that offers hinge as a covered benefit. And I raise my hand, and say I'd like to participate uh, in hinge for my lower back pain. We're going to learn a little bit about you. How do you want to interact with us? And uh, things like you know, do you want to use you know your own smartphone? Do you want us to ship you a kit? And let's say you say, you know what, uh, I'd like I'd like a kit shipped to me. We're going to send you some sensor technology, and we're going to engage with a physical therapist to do an intake visit. So we're going to learn more about you, the nature of your pain. Interesting, chronic pain is not just mechanical. There's also a lot of other factors, neurological, behavioral, that fit into chronic pain. So the physical therapist is going to do this intake visit with you. Uh, we're going to learn about uh, you and the nature of your chronic pain. Uh, and then we're going to put together uh, we're going to put together a treatment plan. It's going to include uh, exercise therapy, um, working with your physical therapist, 
depending on what you're working on, maybe you want to lose some weight because uh, maybe obesity is is exacerbating your lower back pain. Maybe you're having a hard time sleeping, um, whether maybe it's adjusting your diet. So we're going to put a comprehensive care team, a health coach, uh, retro dietitians, nurse practitioners, we're going to put them around you and develop this treatment plan. And then we're going to execute that. And we're going to use the sensor technology or, or computer vision to make sure that uh, one, you're doing your exercises uh, as well as you can and to and to keep encouraging you and mopping. So Scott, we see you're doing your exercises uh, first and foremost. Congratulations, fantastic. But we've noticed a couple of things on these three exercises. Let's try this, this, and this. And I noticed that you know, you're not doing this exercise. Why is that? Well, you know, Jim, that really hurts. Okay, well, let's swap that out for a different exercise. Or maybe physical therapy has always just been too painful for you. Uh, and so you've never really started. Let's ship you Enso. It's our non-addictive, non-invasive pain relief technology that can provide instantaneous pain relief, which allows you then to engage in physical therapy, maybe for the first time ever, because typically it's been too painful. So it's this elegant integration of Sensor technology, computer vision, uh, PT led by a physical therapist and supported by health coaches and a comprehensive care team, and then uh, a host of other technologies like our Enso technology, which again is one of the the leading non-addictive, non-invasive pain technologies that can take the place of opioids for for that person who just says maybe um, PT is too hard or I need a little extra support, uh, and so. All that together is the Hinge Health program, and we're seeing, again, fantastic results, big reductions in pain, big reductions in cost, and uh, which is driven a lot by reductions in primary care cons- uh, utilization, surgery, imaging, uh, and we can get into more of those details as well. But but that, that should give your listeners yeah. some sense of what the Hinge Health offering is and looks like. Yeah, that's that's super helpful. And and um, is a hundred percent of the program facilitated, you know, virtually? Then if I'm if I'm a Hinge Health customer, I do this all at home. Then correct. That's correct. Yeah, yeah but got it. Really, home or wherever is most convenient for you. It could be uh, at the office. It could be a place of work. It could be in your hotel room while you're traveling. It could be in your home. But got the it. idea is that you get to engage with physical therapy where you want, how you want, when you want, in a way that uh, again leads you to do it uh, and engage in it. And if you engage in it you should see better results. And so, um, yes. So the idea is that it's done virtually uh, in a way that is most convenient for you. Got it. Yeah. So, so uh, I mentioned earlier, like when I first, uh, when I first heard about Hinge Health or came across uh, the technology, I think at that point in time, it was, most of it was centered around this, that sensor-based technology, but it sounds like this is, this is much more, (laughs) much more comprehensive, um, you know, than I even, uh, than I even uh, realized. So um, it seems like the, the team is making, you know, really, really strong strides on that note. So um, sensors, let's just, Scott, real quick, yeah. the sensors are kind of the foundation of where we got our start and mm-hmm. sensors uh, are a, a, a significant improvement over just watching a video or just, you know, doing physical therapy, you know, via Zoom. Uh, big step forward. The the challenge with sensors is that you still have to have them. And so let's say you're, you know, you're really mobile, you're a, a flight attendant for United Airlines and you're on the go constantly, you know, having to always bring your sensors uh, is, is, it can be inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, there's just some body parts, hand, wrist, neck, that just don't lend themselves great to sensor technology. And so uh, last year, we acquired a company out of Montreal, one of the global leaders in computer vision technology. And we're really building out computer vision. Um, one, from a user experience perspective, it's just more convenient in a lot of cases, um, just to be able to use the camera that's on your smartphone or your iPad. 
And two, it just lends itself better. There hmm. you can be a whole body motion assessment. You can you know look at you know fingers, hand, wrists. There's some fine you know motor skills uh, that sensors again just aren't well equipped for. So it's the combination of sensor tech, but also we're investing heavily in the next generation of computer vision, and we're really excited about kind of what's uh, to come in the in the computer vision space. Huh, that's cool. That's that's great to know. No, thanks for that 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 background information. I think that helps set the stage kind of for the next. Next part of the conversation, which um, which I think uh, is really more focused around kind of your key, you know, key lessons learned that you know you you've picked up on over over time and throughout kind of your your health uh, your your health technology career, uh, Jeb, but also you know some of the you know some of the key the key learnings that you're pulling into to Hinge and and how you're moving the company you know move uh, forward. So on that note, um, let's talk a little bit about the early kind of concepts, right? And you touched on this you know briefly when you talked about kind of the the initial thesis around the idea for Hinge Health, in your experience, right? You, you've worked with a, a lot of a lot of startups in the uh, in the kind of the, the the broader kind of healthcare field, health technology arena. When you think about trying to trying to find you know product market fit, you know, in in this early kind of concept and, and ideation process, what are some of the key lessons that you've learned, or maybe uh, conversely, like where do you think most you know healthcare entrepreneurs make the biggest mistakes? You know, at this at that stage. Yeah, that's a good. It's a good question, Scott. Um, there's a there's an old there's an old question uh, that I that always kind of it makes me smile. You know, when Willie's son, the famous bank robber, was asked, you know, why he robs banks, and to, to which he answered, "That's because that's where the money is." <laughs> and um, and you know, as you think about the healthcare landscape, there's a lot of things that are impacting us in our health. And, you know, the, the list in some cases is is, is longer than we have time to go through. But you know, if you want to kind of get that product market fit and get off the ground quickly, you you have to tackle something that is um, that is really big and ideally quantifiable, and dollars already being spent there in a pretty meaningful way. So you know, you think about at Lavongo, we're tackling diabetes. That's where we got our start, and uh, the 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 challenge of diabetes is well understood. It's quantifiable. You know, every benefits consultant is able to run a report for their client around the cost of diabetes, whether it's uh, in you know insulin or oral medications or test strips and meters. But there's this well-defined cost. Uh, it's a big problem, and it's dramatically affecting people's quality of life. So you have that kind of you know perfect triple aim. You know, you see other folks going after things, whether it's just affects a smaller percentage of the population. Maybe the cost is really downstream, 10, 20 years downstream. It's not to say those things aren't worthy of innovation and investment and energy, but it's it's harder than when you're tackling something that, um, again, is a really big problem, fairly well understood, quantifiable, and uh, folks are already spending money there, maybe in an inefficient way. You know, think about like Uber and taxis. Uh, maybe it's not the best example, but you know, Uber wasn't trying to convince you that you want to go somewhere or that you want to leave your home, and it, it, you were going to spend money in an inefficient, unpleasant way to get from the airport, uh, you know, to your meeting. And they stepped in and said, "There is a better way to do this. There is a better user experience at a lower price point." And we loved it as consumers. And so, you know, think about healthcare the same way. You know, there's one thing to try to convince a whole bunch of people to see a problem that they didn't fully appreciate or recognize versus saying, you're already spending time and money and energy here. You're just doing it in an unpleasant, maybe an inefficient way. And there's a better way. And so that's, that's you know, as I think about product market fit, and that's what you saw at Lavango, the product market fit was incredible and people uh, flocked to it. And, you know, that was a big part of, why we grew so quickly and and so successfully, 
And we're seeing it again at Hinge with muscular skeletal pain. I don't have to convince you back pain. You feel it every single day. And all you want desperately is to be able to get down the ground and play with your kids or to be able to you know walk with your wife in the evening or whatever it is. And the cost is very quantifiable. And so I think those are the kind of the, the elements of that product market fit that that entrepreneurs should think about uh, as they're you know deciding is this is this kind of the next thing that I want to do. Mm. You you, uh, you touched on so many so much good stuff there, but like a couple of the things that that uh, that really stood out to me in that in that answer was um, tackling a problem that's quantifiable, right? And then two, um, where dollars are already being spent. You know, and I I recently interviewed um you know uh, a guy by the name of Dan Clark who's running a, lin- a company called Linear Health. And he he touched on uh, on that quantifiable aspect and and, and the fact that they're addressing a, a very large problem, but it wasn't as it was a, m- much more difficult to, to to quantify and right so that that was a whole kind of convincing process that they had to make across you know various stakeholders just on how really big of a problem that is and that that's just an extra challenge you know a challenge that's you know it's one more challenge in the in the life cycle of a of a startup company right that's trying to get out of the starting blocks and i think yeah. your your point about making sure that you're addressing a problem that ideally is is quantifiable is is really really important yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's right when we uh expanded at Lavongo into hypertension as an example um it's a big problem cardiovascular disease uh a lot of folks are trying to tackle hypertension but the cost of hypertension is is really hard to quantify it's you, mm-hmm. you typically people are asymptomatic so there's not a recognized need, um, and the costs are really uh, they're significant, but they're very downstream. You know, cardiovascular disease can take years and years to develop, and again, most people feel pretty healthy while they're developing cardiovascular disease. And so, if you know, we started with hypertension, or if that's all we did was hypertension, you know, that's a tough sell. And the economics of hypertension aren't as favorable. It was a really nice natural uh, product line extension, and we were able to to price it, you know, very reasonably and and kind of as a bundle, and and so it worked great for us. But there's just an example of of a very real clinical need that you know we should address in some ways, but it's hard to kind of build a whole business around it because it's you know it's hard to quantify, it's asymptomatic, and um, and so, you know, it just doesn't get the same attention as some of these other uh, opportunities. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And and the uh, your your other comment that you made about, um, you know, making sure that you're addressing a problem where dollars are already spent, and that's one of the things that we, you know, we talk about a lot here with with these, you know, various MedSider interviews that, and you know, with founders and CEOs of of, of uh, med tech and health tech companies, is that if you're not thinking about, you know, who's actually going to pay for this technology as early, you know, as early as possible, right? That's a big mistake, right? And so, you know, with, with Hinge as an example, dollars are major dollars are already being spent and allocated, you know, towards addressing this problem. It's not something that it's not a hurdle that you have to cross. It like it, it, it intuitively makes sense. Everyone knows that you know a lot of money is being spent in this category. So making Correct. sure you're addressing a problem where money is already, you know, being spent and allocated and budgeted for is a is a is it definitely important as you're thinking about, you know, taking on a a big challenge or a big, yeah. a big, a big problem. Yeah, for sure. On that note, um, let, let's talk a little bit about scientific evidence, right? You've, you've got, you know, some, some pretty impressive, you know, clinical data with hinge health already. So when you think about this, this topic, right, of, of trying to substantiate a technology, a device, a, a, a platform with actual clinical evidence, you know, what are some of the key things that, that you think need to be baked into that 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 plan, you know, and, and maybe maybe um, you know, kind of frame that up around, you know, for other entrepreneurs that are thinking about what, what their clinical roadmap should look like over the next, you know, maybe two, three, five years. Hey there, it's Scott, and thanks for listening in so far. 
The rest of this conversation is only available via our private podcast for MedSider Premium members. If you're not a premium member yet, you should definitely consider signing up. You'll get full access to the entire library of interviews dating back to 2010. This includes conversations with experts like Renee Ryan, CEO of Cala Health, Nadeem Yared, CEO of CVRX, and so many others. As a premium member, you'll get to join live interviews with these incredible medical device and health technology entrepreneurs. In addition, you'll get a copy of every volume of MedSider Mentors at no additional cost. To learn more, head over to medsiderradio.com forward slash premium. Again, that's medsiderradio.com forward slash premium.